Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It's Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock. And the reason I've, I've gathered everyone together here is because we have some hate mail and it involves the three of us, Uh-oh. guys. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. Myself, Jim Kelly, and Devin Peacock, we were on in the mornings here on FM 96, and then uh, we have a show on 980 CFPL from 1230 until 1 o'clock weekday afternoons called the 96 Take. Um, apparently, I'm, I, you know what? I'm actually surprised we don't get more hate mail. I was just going to say, <laughs> like, our show on FM 96 gets plenty of hate mail, but... 980? This is the first one. We haven't gotten a lot of, of negative feedback, which is surprising to me. We've been doing this for about two years now. And a lot of the stuff you hear on the morning show that fits in mixed with rock and roll music uh, might stand out a little bit on a talk radio station, we thought. But this is the first time somebody seems to be genuinely angry with us. Yeah, I mean, there, I do remember there being one... Other uh, sort of complaint uh, about a year ago. What was that one about? That was just about uh, so I think some of the grammar and some of the words that we used, but it was like we're in, offensive or we improperly like speaking. Improperly speaking. Oh, that's fair. That's probably right. But that, but that was <laughs> the full extent. I do remember when the the show first uh, debuted on nine eighty. You kept asking, "Are there any complaints yet? Are there any <laughs> I complaints?" Was, yet? I was I was a little disappointed. I thought we were gonna. If you don't get complaints, you're not doing your job in this business, right? Yeah. Not everyone's going to love you. <laughs> Not everyone's going to love you. Well, we got a complaint uh, sent to 980CFPL. It was actually sent to uh, Stubbsy. Mike Stubbs received an email from Pete Downing. Pete writes, Will you please take Tax and his gay friends <laughs> off the air at 1230? <laughs> That must have been an autocorrect. <laughs> tax. I think he meant, will you please take Taz and his gay friends off the air at 1230. They're always talking about putting stuff up their butts. What? <laughs> and they're talking and giggling like girls. Does poor Taz's wife know that he's gay? Wow. Pete coming in hard. Yeah. Well, be careful what you say, <laughs> Dav. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the kind of Pete, Pete talk that is not acceptable here. So you're saying we got a hate mail about a show on 980, my home radio station. Uh-huh. I didn't even get name checked? No, you're just lumped in. You're one of Taz's gay friends, apparently. Oh, I like that. We're like the super friends. <laughs> that would have been the name of this radio show back in the 1950s. <laughs> Welcome back to the Taz and his gay friends radio hour. It's going to be a gay old time. Brought to you by Marlboro Cigarettes. <laughs> one in five doctors recommend pregnant women smoke Marlboro. <laughs> Taz and his gay friends. Like we're, it's, we're, we talk. Go ahead. Sorry. It's 2019, dude. Yeah, that's like you're gonna hurl around gay as an insult, and, and I don't know if I have more or less respect for Pete because he attached his name to the email. I guess at least he's letting everyone know that he's a bigot, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's not. Just don't use that as an insult these days. It's ridiculous. Come well, on. I man. don't understand the insult. 
Do we giggle like girls as well? That's I, true. That's true. But what were we talking about uh, putting stuff on? <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I have a girl. I have a, I have a feminine <laughs> laugh, but I don't remember us talking about putting stuff up. That area? Yeah. Yesterday? Um, we were talking about that guy who wants to show us his giant testicle. Yeah. One of our listeners has has had a, a medical condition with, with his junk, and it's the size of a softball. And for curiosity's sake, we said we'd take a look at it. I mean, that's science. Guess right all there. doctors are gay. <laughs> Just trying to help a guy out. <laughs> oh, and you know what it must have been? I think I, I mentioned we were, I'm a hypochondriac, and we were talking about uh, home remedies. A, a gentleman called in, said that he takes garlic every day because... Uh, if you eat enough garlic or if you have enough garlic, you won't get sick. And I said, well, I'm glad you have to eat it and you don't have to use it as a suppository. <laughs> but I, I said, I'm glad I don't have to yeah. use garlic as a suppository. You said you don't want it. Right. Does that make me gay? I don't think so. It's the op- it, it makes you not a vampire. Like a whole clove <laughs> or just like a little... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, Pete Downing, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And if you want to send us any feedback, we will take a look at it. We'll read it on the air. And we'll try not to giggle like girls. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here, and we want to ask the question. Do professional athletes owe any fan an autograph? Dev, what do you think? This is a Dallas Cowboys player, Demarcus Lawrence. He was outside the stadium, and this young boy wearing a Giants jersey and hat asked him for an autograph. said back he said get the right jersey son and he just kept walking and he plays for the dallas cowboys this kid wanted an autograph he's he's decked out in the opposing team's gear do you think he should have signed the autograph he should have because he's a kid but i don't think in general athletes have to give an autograph just because someone wants one i don't think he should have why not because he just wants he just wants the autograph because it's a famous person, not because he's actually a fan. He's of a his. kid and he knows his name. Every, when, when you're a, when you're his a sports dad, fan as a kid, watch the video. His dad pushes him out there. His dad's the one who's oh, go get his autograph. The kid doesn't know who he is. He says his name, dude. Imagine if your son got denied outside Bud Gardens by Sidney Cross. Well, not Sidney Crosby. Let's say. Screw it. Let's say Sidney Crosby, anybody in the NHL, uh-huh. and he said, and since your son was wearing a, a Leafs jersey Matthews, yeah. instead of a instead of a Pittsburgh jersey, and Crosby said, "Get a new jersey, kid." You wouldn't say that's a jerk move. Not really. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd understand where he's coming from. Here's here's Demarcus Lawrence doubling down on the situation. There's nothing wrong with you know a person telling you no. He's gonna hear a lot of that in life, so. Y'all just get used to it. I know my kids hear it every day, so it'll be okay. I mean, I sign hundreds of autographs, but I can sign autographs when I want to. That's my choice. 
the kid will be okay, trust me. I know. You know, if not, then I'll write a public apology to him for hurting his feelings. Other than that, like, hopefully he get a Demarcus Lawrence jersey for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kid's not buying his own jerseys. <laughs> it, it bothers me because it's an empty parking lot. There's not like there's people chasing him or hounding him. It would have literally taken three seconds. The kid had the pen and the thing. If the kid doesn't get over it, I'll write a public apology. I won't sign it until <laughs> <laughs> he gets one of my jerseys, but I'll write it. I think it's, you know, somewhat impressive he even got the request for the autograph because, I mean, if he's at a fan expo, you can see who he is. But football players have the helmets on. You never know who they are. So the fan, the fact he got recognized. No, it's in the parking lot, though. Oh, you mean Well, he could be one of 50 on. guys. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, the kid didn't recognize him. There's a bunch his, of his fans. His pushed him over to get There's him. a yeah. bunch of fans standing outside after the game waiting to see these guys leave or outside the stadium, whatever it is. Waiting for these guys to leave, looking for autographs. So, the kids, the kids holding out a pen and a paper, going "Demarcus, Demarcus," and then his dad pushes him. So just because his dad told him who he was, but just because you're a Giants fan doesn't mean so. That means you can only get like Giants autographs. Like you, you can't be a fan of like other certain players and want to get their autograph and just be a fan of the sport. And their kid, they they cheer for whoever their dad cheers for or whoever the top team is. Like when I was a kid, it was. The Chicago Bulls, you know, in basketball yeah. because they were the best team. Or even if you're a Leaf fan back in the 80s, you would cheer for Wayne Gretzky just yeah. because he was the great one. I had I had Kings, uh, L.A. Kings bed sheets. Uh-huh. I, I haven't cheered for them since in the 90s, but they were just, Wayne Gretzky was the man. He, he doesn't have to sign this, kids. He's not forced to. There's no need. But you can deny him and look like a jerk. Would you have can been sign the it and waste three saying. seconds of your life. Hi, FM 96. Hey, buddy. What do you think? It looks like he actually has a Dallas Cowboy towel that he was getting signed, that he wanted signed. Okay. So he had the towel. He was just wearing the wrong jersey. Yeah. I mean, he's a kid, man. He deserves an autograph from a guy. And it's these little moments that kids remember forever. What's that? Uh Was it the Coca-Cola commercial? Yeah. Or Mean Joe Green or whatever? Hey, Joe. Here's a Coke. It's every kid's dream. Here's my sweaty towel. I just think the rule of thumb, when the kids are involved, just sign the autograph for the kid. Like, for us, you know what, you can tell me to go, uh, (laughs) you know, go pound salt. (laughs) I hope this story continues to be a story. (laughs) I want to see that public apology. (laughs) Well, there was, uh, like, a similar case recently, uh, De'Aaron Fox who's a point guard for the Sacramento Kings. He had a basketball camp. A kid went to his camp, brought a Steph Curry basketball, wanted him to sign it, and he refused. And the kid said, well, I've been a Kings fan my entire life. And he said, well, you ain't been alive that long. (laughs) (laughs) See? Sick burn on that kid. But in that case, the kid... (laughs) And then he stuffed him. (laughs) He dunked on him. Well, in that case, the kid would have, like, spent money to be at his camp. In that case, like, he paid to be there. It's it's harder to not give an autograph in that moment. Hey, kid, you ain't been alive that long. (laughs) Takes his ball, punts it over the wall. Kid can never get it back. How would you react, Jim, if you walked into your best friend's house Mm -hmm. and on his couch was a sex doll that looked identical to your girlfriend? (laughs) I'd first be confused and then probably ridiculously angry. Do you think you'd be able to continue uh, being friends with that guy? Absolutely not. 
Wait, it depends where he got it from. <laughs> Did my girlfriend give it to him? Because <laughs> I don't, I have a boyfriend, but here, I have this. <laughs> I can't date you, but I've got a basement full of sex dolls that look just like me. I made a, I actually made a wrong order on Amazon. I can't return them. <laughs> <laughs> so I just give them to guys who want to sleep with me. <laughs> a uh, sex doll manufacturer called Silicone Sex World says that celebrity lookalike dolls aren't as popular as you might imagine. You'd think that people would be ordering sex dolls that look like uh, Scarlett Johansson or sure. Angelina Jolie, right? Because you're never going to have a chance to sleep with one of them. So get your favorite celebrity. But uh, the product specialist at the company says, we do get customers who ask about celebrity dolls, but a very common request is for dolls that look like their friend's girlfriends. Oh, my God. You, if, he, if he had it on the couch and he was open about it, I'd feel better about it than if I found it accidentally. You know, if you, like, if you went hey, to go... Hey, where do you keep the ketchup? Yeah. You open the closet? And <laughs> it's in the freezer? What the hell? <laughs> Text message from Gary. Gary says... I'd give him my wife and I'd take the sex doll. Oh, come on. I hope Miss Gary isn't listening this morning. <laughs> yeah, she Jeez. may be taking half your stuff if she is. Let's go to the phones. Hi there. Hi, just calling about the sex doll thing? Yeah, let's get a, a female perspective on this. I feel disgusted that you're just asking about how the boyfriend would feel or another man. Well, we're two men in that situation. That's why we're thinking that way. Yeah, that's, like, as a woman, that's, like, literally so dehumanizing. Like, that's disgusting. It is disgusting, isn't it? We agree. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just very wrong. I just had to call it and express that. So you think you're you're disgusted with us, or you're disgusted no, with no, no, the no. idea of sex dolls that are... Sex dolls, that you can get a sex doll that looks like someone... Without their no. without their consent or knowledge. That's what I said. It should be regulated. That should 100% be regulated. That's terrible. What do you feel about sex dolls in general? Like, are they a no-go at all if, you're, if your male friend had one, even if it was just a standard issue? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I, yeah, I still have a problem with that. What about other sex toys? Well, I guess that's different. That's less personal. But if it's just a random robot? Yeah. How human can something look before you find it disturbing? Because obviously there's a lot of those things that are designed to look like human appendages, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... It's like when you start adding arms like and things that aren't sexual, <laughs> like shoulders. <laughs> I don't know. Like, a, a robot is wrong. Like, it looks like a human. It has, like, arms, legs, a head. What if it looks like a dolphin or a rabbit? <laughs> Oh, wait a second. That's what why are you that's what they look like. Totally. That's weird too. You ladies on your high horse over here with your sex toys. The whole spectrum of a lady is in this thing, not just eight inches of one part. Yeah, I, I don't know. I still would not be okay with that. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. We are playing fake news you choose this morning. And John is our contestant. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Good. So this is how the game works. We've got a bunch of headlines. Some of them are real. Some of them are completely made up nonsense by Jim and I. You guess which is which, and you're going to be a winner, okay? Yeah, played a few times. First headline, 
There's a new video game where the goal is to date a young, sexy Colonel Sanders. Fake news you choose. New video game, the object of the game is, to, say that's not real. is to get a young, sexy Colonel Sanders, the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy, to fall in love with you. I'm going to say that's not real. He's going not real, and you are incorrect. <laughs> really? Pile of garbage. What? KFC has created a new video game called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating oh, simulator. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> a finger-licking good dating simulator does sound does terrible. Kind of a video game, though? It's a video game, yeah. yeah I just I just Googled it. It's like it looks like an anime art style, kind of like an uh, an app. Like a very low brow like not a complex game, but definitely a video game. You are uh, you're yourself and you're going to high school with a young sexy Colonel Sanders. And through your journey you'll be forced uh, faced with life-changing decisions that will affect your chances of friendship and love. But be careful. Your choices have real consequences. With real animated characters' feelings at stake, <laughs> you can download the uh, the game for free in the coming weeks for Windows and Mac. Finally, a game I can relate with. <laughs> Look at Colonel Sanders; he's looking pretty hot in this. But his, his hair is still gray. Yeah, I guess that you could be like the it's Richard like, Gear type, and, or Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin's always had the gray hair. He's in high school. Still the goatee though, <laughs> and the little mustache. Right? <laughs> Look at that. I wish I could grow a mustache like that in high school. <laughs> Next headline, fake news, you choose. A married man dies during sex with another woman on a business trip, and it's been ruled a workplace accident. Uh, real news? Yes, you are fake really. News. A guy who's been identified as Xavier was an engineer for a company in Paris, he was having an affair with a co-worker on a business trip, had a heart attack during sex, and died. His wife was suing because she wanted to uh, get, obviously, get his pension and get his salary uh, paid to her because she said he died at work, and a judge agreed. Well, so, true. in the court's eyes, oh. if you die having an affair with a co-worker on a business trip, it's a workplace accident. Hmm. Good to know. <laughs> Fake news you choose. Denver man calls police after seeing the movie It because he's convinced Pennywise the Clown is under his bed. Well, they did just legalize marijuana there, so I'm going to try to say that's real. Failing pile of garbage? Oh. Oh. No. But I feel like I would be that man if oh, I, I saw the movie It. I just watched the first one. Well, I fell asleep halfway through, but I just started watching the first It. It's creepy. Dude, the, the gutter scene where he's down there, it's like the first five <laughs> yeah. minutes. Chargey by. <laughs> he's drooling. I saw, I saw Doodoo the Clown, uh, our old friend Doodoo the Clown at the Western Fair yesterday, and I kind of felt for the guy. Like, he's here at the Western Fair the week that the movie It Chapter 2 comes out. Tough timing. <laughs> right. People just running in the other direction. Next one, fake news you choose. Teacher in Saskatchewan sues after being fired for his excessive flatulence. Uh, real news? No. Failing oh. pile of garbage? <laughs> Teachers can't get fired. They have the union. <laughs> they can fart as much as they want at the front of the classroom. 
<laughs> okay, if you get this one right, we're going to give you the prize. You ready? Yeah. Final headline. A man spends $37,000 of his son's inheritance money to fight a $123 speeding ticket. Real? It is real. You are fake news. 71-year-old guy in England got a speeding ticket. He claims that it wasn't him. It was the car next to him that was picked up by the photo radar. The court didn't agree with him. He spent about $26,000 on lawyers. Of his uh, son's inheritance? Well, it was money. He's 71 years old. He took it out of the account that was going to go oh, to his son. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, when he died, this money was put aside for his son. But uh, he he was convinced that he was going to win the uh, the appeal, and he ended up losing again. So he's out thirty seven thousand one hundred twenty three dollars, I guess, to fight oh. a ticket for a hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> but little Jimmy, don't uh, don't be too upset about not getting that inheritance. <laughs> Rest assured, your dad was a man of principle. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.